Hello, wrestling fans. It's Quint Charisma. Hey, that's me, and I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Hello again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quint Charisma, and we're right along ringside with a list of action coming up on this week's Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. Quint? What's going on, JP? Oh, man, another beautiful day in paradise. Sun's out. It's been a... Besides one day of rain, been a nice day. Been doing a lot of work out in the yard because there's nothing else we can do right now. What's that? Work out in the yard? <laughs> hey, man, I live out in the country. We're building sheds and stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm allergic to that stuff called work. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, I, am, I am, too. It makes me, you know, sweat and get hot, break out in hives. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we had a pretty good show, uh... We'll be review- oh, before I do that, this is show number 18. I don't think I've did 18 things consecutively in my life, so that's a pretty good roll here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, if nothing else, we may not be good. We, we may not be blowing the roof off everything, but we're consistent. Yes. You can say that. <laughs> Might not be consistently good, but we're consistent, so that's... All right, so we're doing the CWA Memphis TV show... Evansville feed from May 2nd, 1987, so that means it was taped on April 25th, 1987 in Memphis, Tennessee. So, uh, like I said, we, these, um, these shows we, we do, we get the, off from the, from the YouTube, and, um, so there's no tellings, you know, sometimes we get an opening, sometimes we don't get an opening, sometimes we get a half opening. We pretty much got, we got the whole opening on this one. And, yeah, they, it looks like, uh, from what I've seen, they've added some new footage, updated it a little bit. Uh, yeah. They're, they're throwing some new things out. Yeah, I think every, every, it seems like every two to three weeks they add a couple n- new clips. They take some of the older ones out and put new ones in, it seems like, every two or three weeks. So it opens, it goes Lance, Dave at the desk, uh, Lance with that short intro, like you said, with the big list or whatever, and then Dave goes down with the today's uh, lineup. He's, uh, he says it's gonna have we're gonna have Hunter in the opening match, a new tag team of the Mercenaries, a six man tag with Billy Travis, Jeff Jarrett, and John Paul against Shima, Hilo, and Tojo. He says we'll have Paul Diamond and Patrick in a tag team match, and then the return of Steve Kern in a six man match. And I was thinking, I was thinking two six men on the same car. I said ah, maybe that was just you know wrote wrong, but we it wasn't. So there's a quick rundown, and they cut the break. I come back to the studio and straight to the ring with the graphics. It says the Hunter against David Haskins. Okay. Hunter comes out there and goes straight over to to uh, Lance. I didn't like the new blue gear. What did you think? Yeah. I, I like that he's getting new stuff, but blue just didn't do it for me. Yeah, it it it, it was too bright of a blue. And I imagine it would stand out when he did his hunting. <laughs> it's supposed to wear orange, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. That's so you don't get shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's out in all his furs. Yeah. Get the little cuff. The little, the little what do you call them? You, you made us some when we were working. You gave him a name, and I didn't know what yeah, that. Gauntlets. Yeah, gauntlets. <laughs> he's got fur gauntlets. He's... He's furred the fur. He's furred out, man. Uh, <laughs> so they did a little interview, and basically he talks about um, he got the girl, Alan West, and it was short, sweet, and then it ended with a big old smoocheroony kiss. 
The yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't an eighties kiss that you normally saw in wrestling. Where yeah. it's a little peck on the cheek. They went at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I said. It's a smoocheroon. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think. I think old Lance got a little uncomfortable for a second. It's like, uh, Saturday morning, a little too early for all this. <laughs> <laughs> My Baxter suit can't take can't take all this now. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the ring. Oh, David Haskins. <clears throat> didn't they, they already work? Didn't they work a few weeks back? I think. Uh, I think they did, but this was a totally different match yeah. because Haskins came out. Haskins is getting more and more polished and getting better and better. Yeah. Uh, he was just a hip tossing, arm dragging, drop kicking machine yeah. early on. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, he's really. Well, see, he'd been there for a while, and then he went out to, um, I think he went out to Watts's and um, went out there and got and was got to work a lot, you know. Because the other, you know, better um, underneath guys, job guys, whatever you want to call them, <clears throat> you know, they got to work a lot out there. You know, Memphis, you know, they just, if they needed to fill a spot, they'd call one, and, you know, whoever lived closest to the t- whatever town they were in, and they needed something, you know, they'd call, but... He got to same thing with some Smothers, you know, a few years before, you know, he when he went out there like um, around, what was like eighty five, uh, he went out there and spent a while out there. You know, he you got to work every day, so you got better. So Haskins just came back and he is getting like every week he's looking better every week. It seems like. Um, and, and if you noticed, he had stars on his boots now. Yeah, he's starting to invest a little bit. Well, you know, I I noticed that, and later in the show. Somebody else had stars on the boots, and I was going to rewind it and figure out who it was. Because I, th- I, th- I thought, I was like, did they get the same boots? And I forgot to rewind and check to remember who, who it was. Because <laughs> they looked like the same boots. And I was like, eh, it was another baby face. And I was like, are those the same boots? And I was like, eh, I don't know. I have to rewind it. But now I, I forgot to rewind it because it was like toward the end. But anyway, so, yeah, that was a good look. He gave, you know, he gave him some... Game a little bit. Um, Bambi got a little little heat. She cheated. Uh, was she raked the eyes or choke him? I can't remember what he faded over. Uh, the she raked the eyes and it didn't look horrible. Yeah, she's getting better. Um, and Hunter hit like probably the first fallaway slam that yeah, Memphis has ever seen. That's what I said. I said he hits a fallaway slam, and then I said then he hits that that power man. That why he he takes does that power slam. Usually, you know, especially at that time, everybody would you'd shoot him off the rope. You catch with a power slam, or they, you know, what I'm saying, it's always or either turnbuckle. They come out, they fit. He does it from just a standing that it, it looks so good, you know. Yeah, and I'm like it's not suplex. Like everything he does looks pretty oh, yeah. good. Um, man, he took a huge backdrop yeah. in Haskins' comeback. Yeah, I put My on here. Yeah. God, it was amazing. Yeah, I put on here Haskins with a big. I'm putting big letters, big backdrop on the hunter. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was really it. You know. <laughs> And we got a replay in Memphis, that swinging neck breaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't put that down, did I? Hold on, how many I did? No, I didn't put that down. Yeah, but we got a replay of it. Dave's like, let's yeah. see that again. I'm yeah. like, wait, we don't, we don't do that in Memphis. Well, you notice because it, it was hooked different. That's like, it, it, looked, it wasn't just the regular old, you know, with arm, grab his arm, put it, hang it way out, and then swing it. He had an underhook. I think he had like an underhook, didn't he? It was, it was yeah. different. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, underhook, and it was under the right arm, so the spin was a little, yeah, little, little weird. Uh, but it looks good. It's yeah, cool. yeah, it looked really good. So, Think, look at that, guys, trying new things in Memphis. Yeah. 
He uh, it seemed like he wrestled more this week. Because uh, remember, the last couple of weeks, it seemed like they've been telling the heels to, to just cheat and stomp and kick more. He actually, I think he did more wrestling this week. He went back and as to, we'll see later in the show. Yeah. Somebody, another oh, team was too. Oh, my gosh. God. Oh, I know. Uh, we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. So, good little match. Uh, I'd like to see, you know, because Haskins is getting, he's improving everything. He's, you know, starting to get the polish up pretty good. Uh, I'd like to see him maybe like a call scene, you know, arena match, a little more time. I think that, you know, that'd be pretty good. Uh, let's see. Second match, they go straight to it. Uh, the Mercenaries with Paul Lee. I don't remember these guys at all. I was going to ask you who they were. I mean, they I couldn't tell. They were like, big old guys. They were big guys. Yeah, yeah, big old chubby guys in camo pants, uh, full black assassin masks. Yeah. Like, it just had the white trim around the assassin faceplate. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, and then Tarzan tops. I, they gotta be... They're pro- I don't know. They, you can tell they were older guys, too. They wasn't young. Um, but I don't... I don't... I gotta do some more research, probably. <laughs> and, uh figure out who they were. But I don't think they were around long, so... But anyway... Uh, after that match, they shouldn't have been. Well, I put on here to see... Uh, okay, who they... Uh, they worked my boys' Garmin and trailer. Um, they started the heat off, and um, <clears throat> basically they didn't give Garmin and trailer anything. Usually Garmin and trailer gets a little something every match, you know? They just got the heat on them. Um, the, the bigger one was really sloppy... The, the shorter of the one, too, he, he was more agile for, for you know, for a bigger guy. He looked like he was more, he could, look like he was a little, he was a little better. Um, they announced him as the international tag team champ, so I guess, um, they got, <laughs> that's sort of like, those are the disappearing belts. It's like when somebody new comes in, you notice that, because last time when they, didn't they bring, when they brought in the, the uh, Hilo guy, didn't him and um, Shima, wasn't they the, International tag champs, like. Well, you know, they're defended <laughs> all over the world, so you never know who's, who's going to be the champions. Yeah. <laughs> so if somebody times make them new, they got the, they're the new international. So they had the. I said they didn't give them nothing. Uh, the finish. That finish looks the. Woo! That looked a little rough, didn't it? Yeah, belly to back suplex with a middle room, uh, middle rope clothesline. Uh, it, it, it landed. I can't remember if it was Garmin or Trailer who took it, but it landed him a little high. My favorite part during the match as uh, Lance and, and Paulie are going back and forth, which they're great. Um, is Lance says the mercenaries are not not finesse wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're rugged and everything doesn't look good, a.k.a. they suck. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, you tell they've um, somebody gave them a job that is either their friends or somebody or somebody didn't know they really fudged their resume. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but for them to come in to have the straps and have Polly with them, it's kind of and you see them like you see them work. It's like, see, you know. So. Yeah, it was, uh, it was my, my favorite thing of the whole show when it happens in this match and happens later is how much Paulie will put over Lance and bury Dave. <laughs> he don't say much. He, he, the first week he, he put over Dave a little bit about the you know, weatherman, but then that's pretty much it. He's, yeah, he don't, he don't, 
he don't really talk about Dave uh, being, you know, yeah, he just kind of, yeah. But we didn't get a Lance romance this week. No, yeah, I was saying we didn't get, definitely get, didn't get one of those this week. So, but yeah, that match was just kind of, yeah. So, I mean, it was there, I mean, it was, you know, what it was was supposed to get, you know, get those guys over good, but you could tell that it was just, you know, they looked, you know, for what, like I said, for the having the belts coming in first week and having Paul as their manager, you kind of like it didn't, you know. I think the fans saw through that one. <clears throat> so they cut the break and go to the Evansville um, uh, card for Wednesday, May the sixth, nineteen eighty-seven, uh, for the Evansville Coliseum. Lance says uh, we got a Southern Tag Team match, a mixed tag match. An AWA World Title match. Then Hunter and Bambi come out and do the match plug uh, with their match with Alan West and Debbie Combs. Full coonskin cat. That's what I said. Hunter. I got it on my note. I said that. I said Hunter with his nice gold chain necklace. It really goes real good with that root raccoon skin cap he's got on. Yeah, I think he uh, had a few days off. He, he went at the Gatlinburg, got him a coonskin cap. He's ready to go. No, you know he went down there. No, he stopped on. He he stopped at the Cracker Barrel at exit three. <laughs> at exit three that morning and got him and went in there and got him a grand uh, not a grand slam breakfast, but what they call it, Grandpa's. <laughs> Grandpa's <laughs> breakfast thing. Yeah, Grandpa yeah, Herschel's and, and was like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna grab that. I like that coon kiss, uh, coonskin cap there. And uh, uh, I'm gonna get me a coonskin cap and a bag of peppermint sticks to go, please. There you go. That's exactly. <laughs> and then this, I'm trying to see what his shirt. I couldn't tell what the shirt was. It was. It nothing matched. <laughs> like, oh, he, he was brother rating ten. It was amazing. Yeah, it was just like, okay. <laughs> So, okay, so they, they talk about that, and uh, let's see. Then they leave, then Bruno and Paul Diamond come out, and they do their match plug against their match with Travis. Um, I didn't get anything really out of the norm out of that, I don't think, except for Bruno called Evansville, what, loser town or something? Yeah, something real generic. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it is that Paul Diamond is Canadian, that hurts his promos because yeah. he just sounds too dang nice. Yeah, and it, his voice, and he seems like he'd have a big old. He's jacked up. He'd have a deeper voice, but and yeah, he's, he's yeah he he doesn't have a his voice just don't match his body, and yeah, he's just too nice. So, and he's a I don't know, with some gravel in his voice or something, or <laughs> I don't yeah. know. He needs to like pick up a, a two packs of camels a day habit. There you, there you go. That'll fix it. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's on people. They had the two people, come, the two heels come in for the match plugs. Uh, they cut break. Uh, they come back from break, back to the show. Got the straight to the ring with the graphic. It says Kern, Star, and and West against Rough and Ready and T Bird with Boss Winners. All right, did you notice Steve Kern's haircut? Notice <laughs> whose haircut? Steve Kern's. Because remember, two months ago, or was it? It was almost three months ago when they were there feeding with the sheep herd. Remember, he was, he he was not he was he wasn't pretty boy Kern no more. He had that just almost like a Dwayne Shinsis mullet going on. Remember, 
Yeah, just, I, I didn't just, really notice his haircut. He, he wasn't in the ring a lot this this match, so yeah. I didn't notice his haircut. Yeah, he's got his, his mullet's gone. Uh, he's got a short haircut. Um, so he's supposed to be because see, uh, Stan is left. He's he is then left and and is uh, actually he had started the that coming week uh, with Crockett as part of the um, Midnight Express. So he is gone. Uh, Steve was back in Tampa working for what was left of the uh, Florida office. It was on its last leg um, at that time. Was had, had Eddie Graham killed himself by this point? Oh, yes, yeah, yes. I, I didn't know when that happened. Yeah, this was, by this time uh, in 87, Crockett had then come in and then took all the talent that he wanted. Um, it was barely hanging on. Uh, Masuda and uh, Pat Tanaka's dad, Duke Kiyom, I can never say that, Kiyomuka, I can never say his name right. They were running it. Um, and basically... It was on its last leg, uh, but still drawing good for, I mean, you know, but for Florida, which had been so hot for so many years, you know, 300 people, you can't, you know, 300, 400 people, 500, 600, and some of those big buildings, you know, just, they couldn't do it, so, but, um, you know, a thousand people, some of them, it just, and, t- and a lot of people don't realize TV back then killed, that was another thing to kill the territories, that was another thing. TV production costed so much money back then. Um, it it, it was just is so expensive. Um, but um, uh, yeah. So getting back to yeah. So Kern uh, was working down there, and actually he was, and he was actually going to um, quit wrestling and go into the real estate business, but that didn't last long. Um, I don't think it lasts a few months from what, from some of the results I've read out of Florida. He, he when they when they shut down, then Kern and Graham opened back up uh, a little later. I think it was only a few months later, actually. Um, yeah, he didn't stay in the real estate business long. He because he's all he's ever did is wrestled. So anyway, so we get back there. So Kern's back. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, they uh, start out. It's um, Ellen West and Thunderbird starting out. And first thing, Alan West shoots Thunderbird off and gives him a uh, back elbow. First spot of the thing, first thing they do in the match, and Thunderbird almost breaks his ankle again. Did you see that? He does it every bump. Every bump he takes, man. Oh. I was curious if he was even the same Thunderbird because he seemed shorter and he was wearing a uh, a t shirt. Yeah. Not even like, not even like a spandex shirt. Yeah. A t shirt under his, his uh under his singlet. Yeah. It, it looked awful and he and he looked lost his last year's Easter egg. Man, it, it was bad. Oh, see, I thought it too when he first got in there. And I was like, this ain't the same guy. Because remember, I said I thought it was Barney Brown, and uh, and I looked and I was like, okay, this is a different guy than than. Because he's wearing different stuff, and then I was like, well, Alan West is really tall. Alan West is taller than people think. And so it kind of threw it off, and then when I, and I saw him take that bump, I said, oh, it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like every week, man, it, it's like he is going to break his ankle because it, it's, oh, it's scary looking. But, um, let's see. What they do after that? <laughs> oh, I, put, I, I know Thunderbird tagged out to Russ. Yeah. And then I put, um, oh, then I put, does every babyface team in a tag match, when they tag, 
They tag the other baby face in. They got to come off the second rope with a double axe handle. It's like every match, it seems like the baby faces do that at least once. You notice that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an ongoing thing. It still happens on the indies now. You hold the um, arm out, tag him in, and hold the arm out, he comes off double axe. I think I saw two of them in this match, I think. That's what I was going to now put. When Karn got in there, he he, he was uh, just being all snug and just grind, grinding uh, the mask guy, whichever one came around. I, I get him confused. I said, it was rough. And I, rough. But he was just, just grinding his forearm inside. I was like, I was like, I guess he just he was I already made him mad for some reason or something. <laughs> but then. And Wes was in there working the arm. Man, I don't know if you saw this. I, I, I try to overlook because he's really green and he's not very good. And I don't think he's progressing at all. He was working that arm and it looked so bad. He stuck it. He, his, he was twisting the arm. He was like stretching his body, like trying to be furthest away he could be from the guy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't... You know, he was like, it's like he didn't want to get close to him. And he was like hopscotching back and forth while you had the arm from foot. Yeah. It just looked, I was like, that's the, just, I was like, I, it's like, that's horrible. You can't take it serious that he's actually doing something. He's just like hopping back and forth. He's a, barely holding on to his, got his arm. How can you be twisting it? You know what I'm saying? It just looks like, ugh. Yeah, he's got really bad patter feet. And I don't know. He's he's robotic and clumsy at the same time. It's it, it was it's rough. I, I was so happy when he tagged Mark Starr in. I'm like, just because yeah. he's gone. Yeah. And um, then I uh, I put on there. Uh, Wes tries to do his press slam again. He and grabs him by the trunks to pick him up. Yeah, he don't know how to. It, it's horrible, and it's like he 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 barely got him up. Man, he was struggling to get him up and. I was and like, Rump's like 170 pounds. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh my gosh, somebody's smarting this guy up. And uh, you can tell he has no idea. Uh, <clears throat> Star shot it, oh boy, in. I think it was rough. And man, he about decapitated him with that drop kick. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was sweet. Man, he laid that drop kick in there. And Kern came in, um, see, and uh, they shot him, they shot in um, rough. Was it, was it a drop down? Was, Drop down in like a hockey check. It was supposed to be the forearm, because that's what he did in, in um, flying forearm in, um, in Florida a lot. But he kind of, it was more like a skipping. He really didn't jump. Kind of, I think he got too, he got in on him too fast or something. Because it didn't, it, he usually would jump, wide, you know, you could see it, you know. Because it was like almost, he was like already on him before he could jump. So he was kind of like, like a skip, just kind of almost, yeah. It didn't, wasn't a real, he didn't get any... You know, there, there was no extension on the yeah, forearm or anything. Just, yeah. That's why that's what I'm saying. It just looked like a hockey, yeah, hockey yeah, check. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he didn't get an extension at all. Yeah. My so. biggest note on the match was Ready never got in the ring. Yeah, but he was ready. But he was ready. Yeah, 
<laughs> that should be his new gimmick. He's always on the apron. He never gets tagged in, but he's he's there. He's, he's ready. ready. Yep. Yeah, I told him I said he never made it in. So they cut the break. Uh, they go to the Evansville rundown with Lance again. Uh, he goes up the card. Mark Star. The first match is Mark Star versus JT Southern. No, it's Mark Starr and JT Star oh. versus Shima. <laughs> I guess I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, let me pull it up closer. Yeah, Mark Starr and JT Southern against Mr. Shima, Mr. Hilo. The second match is uh, Rocky Johnson and Soul Train Jones against Big Bubba and Goliath in a tag team Southern tag team title match. Uh, then Bruno, a useless run in by Bruno. Then Bruno comes in for the match plug and don't really say much again. But uh, he's wearing a tux. I think somebody's feeling a little uh, uneasy because Paulie's in the territory yeah, now, well, so he, he stepped it up a little bit. Yeah, I noticed he had a tux on, but didn't he have he had his ball cap, downtown Bruno ball cap on <laughs> with the tux? <laughs> Which Paulie would later adopt. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, that's right. Sure did. <laughs> huh? So Bruno's then had his people's elbow stolen, and then he had his, his uh, suit and ball cap gimmick stolen. <laughs> Bruno was a trendsetter when he even know it, you know? <laughs> he didn't even know it. Well, he didn't even know it. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, third match is Alan West and Debbie Combs against the Hunter and Bambi. Fourth match is a no DQ, no time limit, no stopping match. Billy Travis against Paul Diamond. And the main event. Oh, my God. This, is, I, I need to find film of this. There's not any. The main event is AWA title match. Nick Bockwell gets Bam Bam Bigelow. And here's my notes. No Lawler and Rich. No Jeff Jarrett. No Pat Tanaka. No Jack Hart. Did they run? Uh, they must have ran somewhere else that night. Yeah, but it'd be, I wonder. It's just weird that you wouldn't have your top guys on your regular show. I know. And then you have the other guys on your, you know, your random house show. That's weird. I know. It don't make sense. Unless this was part of Super Tour 87. Yeah. Yes, I need to go back and check those Super Tour dates. <laughs> they might have had two shows that night. Um, but Bigelow, never, this is when Bigelow was supposed to come back from Japan. Um, he never came back. Oh, so the, that match never happened. Gotcha. Nope. We won't find no tape for it. Could you imagine that match? At that time, yeah, because Bigelow was so green. If he would listen to Bachwinkle, it'd be a great match. But I don't know how, you know... Bigelow's attitude was then, you know, would he listen or, or you know, so he just got murder Nick. And he just got back from Japan. And he would have would have just got back from Japan. So, oof, that could have been bad. You know, and I was gonna look and see what I, I was gonna look and see what age uh, Nick was at this time, and I forgot to. I looked and see what I saw. I looked at. Ugh, I looked to see what age Rocky Johnson was. Rocky Johnson was forty two at this time. Wow. Yeah, and. Uh, like I said, I was going to look at, and I forgot to look at Bachwinkles, but yeah, Johnson was 42. What did I say um, Chick Donald was last week, 40? Well, he's 77 now. Yeah, it was, I remember I looked at I think it was 40. Yeah, I think it was 40 years old, what I said it was. I think. Yeah, yeah. Chicky baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it gets good for him later. Uh, so, okay, that was my notes. So, basically, it just it's weird that I have, I know Lauren Rich was off the week before, because um, they, like I said, they've been on, they've been there for like eight weeks straight. So, but then I have Jared or Tanaka, and Jack Hart's been on the last three shows there. So, you know, it's just it's a little weird. 
But anyway, so I come back to the studio, go uh, straight to the ring with the graphic. It says Travis, Jarrett, and Paul against Shima, Hilo, and Tojo. Tojo's going to work today. I love that. To Tojo, this match was really good. Tojo is my most fun part of this match. Yeah. We'll go into why yeah. in a minute. That's what I got on here, too. <laughs> I said uh starts off with Jeff and, and uh, Shima slash uh, Akia Sato, as usual. You notice every time they work, they always start off. They worked so good together. Man, yeah. uh, you know, because, I mean, that. well, basically that was, you know, after Jeff, you know, got started and after his um, uh, thing with Tony Fault, you know, his first little program, basically, you know, he went into, uh, that was his first, you know, thing after he worked Tony for that month or so, uh, was um, him and Tanaka against uh, Sato and Goto for like a whole summer, it seemed like, or longer, like six months, it seemed like. So, you know, uh, Jeff's still really, you know, still early in his career, but he he's worked so much with Sato, Mr. Shima, whatever you want to call him. So they always, they start off, and, man, they're so good together. Uh, put, put a, I put uh, Jeff and Shima start off as usual. I said, great opening Memphis spot. Shima gets arm drag. Hilo feeds it for the arm drag. Tojo feeds it for the arm drag. Whoa, I don't think so. Because Tojo's 60 years old at this time. And not only does Shima get arm dragged, he gets arm dragged straight out of the ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he took that arm drag and just did the roll and just kept going. And yeah, it was, it was bam, bam, bam. And Tojo, well, I don't think so. <laughs> and, and then we get dose two of it. Yeah. With, so they, uh, they go back again, and it's a leapfrog reverse monkey flip on both Shima and then Hilo. And then Tojo comes in again, and I think not. Yep. He done that today. Hey, powder's back out. <laughs> So I was like, this I'll put this is just great, you know. And uh <laughs> But yeah, you don't see uh the reverse monkey flip much at all, you know. Anymore you don't see it at all anymore, but even that time period you you didn't see the reverse one. You see you still saw the one out of the corner, but you very rarely saw that reverse one, you know? Yeah, um Heck, I didn't know it until I—I I never learned how to do it until probably '09, and was actually taught it by Pat Tanaka. Yeah, because it did. Just people just—I mean, it, that was a big. A, the first monkey flip was a big move in the '50s and '60s, big time move. And, uh, yeah, and I think it was actually people bigger. Need to bring it back today, huh? Someone needs to bring it. Yeah, back today. they do. They could do a little spot with it. Yeah. Be good, because you know it was actually it was bigger than the the monkey flip in the fifties and sixties. You watch these old black and whites, and uh, uh, well, you can take a higher bump with it. Yeah, yeah, it's easy and it's not as it's safer because if you ever notice, man, monkey flips, you're for some reason the angle of it, it just I don't know, you get your ankles turned up underneath you easy. So how Pillman broke his ankle first time but anyway uh so that was good so he 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 goes in powers right back out um john paul comes in and hits a high man his high drop kick i think was higher than uh stars was mark stars in the first previous match but his wasn't as stiff as stars but it was up there dude yeah it was beautiful and then they did then they did the they did another um let's see <clears throat> It was was a hip toss bumps on this one. I can't remember what, how they. Well, before that, I want to throw this in. He hits a, he hits a crossbody on Hilo, <laughs> and I laughed out loud at, it, at this. Hilo, as John Paul's coming off for the crossbody, Hilo has a karate chop in the air, and he's just going. Yeah! 
martial arts movie yeah. as the crossbody's coming at him. I laughed out loud. It was so funny. Memphis, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he won't He won't be able to do that when he gets back to Japan, but it's Memphis, Memphis he can do it. <laughs> well, uh, so if, if we noticed early on, Hilo, like, when he first came in, was trying to do all this stuff, and now he's literally just doing karate chops. Like, that's it. Yeah. So I think Shima smartened him up. He's like, listen, man, this is Memphis. All you have to do is scream and karate chop him, and they're going to hate you. Yep. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, because he first come in, yeah, he, yeah I've noticed that he has changed a lot. I'll let you do that spot, too, because I I wrote it down, and I can't remember. I just wrote down that the, it was bump, bump, and then the feeds. I actually, I didn't even write down what they were, that they bumped, what they bumped on the third time. What was it? Oh, Billy. Travis uh, came in, hip toss everybody. When Tojo came in, I thought he was going to feed away, but I guess Tojo had a hip toss in him. Yeah, he did. And Tojo finally, after the, he powdered once, powdered twice. On the third one, he actually took the bump, and the crowd popped. And you saw, you could, I mean, it sounded, you, could, you know, they were popping anyway, but you look on that one side, man, everybody was clapping when then Tojo took the bump. Because they didn't think he was going, you know, they're like, oh, he ain't going to take no bump because he's. And yeah, when he actually took the hip toss, and everybody started, you could see the whole crowd on that one side just clapping because he, he finally took a bump. <laughs> and that's how you build a spot. Like, that's what wrestling's built on. That's how you build a spot. It, it was great. Yeah. So we get John Paul back in, and it's time for Karate Chop City. <laughs> As I put up, uh, John Paul, and they got the heat on him, and just beat on him for a while. Uh, and it, it wasn't even knife edge chops either. It was yeah. just, it, it was like, you know, uh, Diamond Dave, Judy chops. Yeah, Judy, yeah. <laughs> pot liquors. <laughs> they were pot liquors. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what I got. Um, they beat on him for about four minutes, didn't they? Oh, yeah, he took a lot. Yeah. And uh, then they finally hot tagged to Jeff. Tojo actually fed Jeff twice. I mean, the bump. I mean, he's sixty years old. He, I mean, his bump's gonna look crappy, but he tried. You know, he actually fed Jeff and took a, you know, a bump for a, what a sixty-year-old man looks like taking a bump, except for flair. But you know, and then he got up. Jeff, he fed Jeff again. Jeff hits him. He took a bump again. I was like, man. I mean, like I said, it didn't look good, but for sixty years old, it's good. I consider it good. You know. Yeah, no, no, there's nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, it's just as good as a Dundee bump, so... Yeah, exactly. And Dundee's, taking those, the, and Dundee's taking those in his 30s. Like. <laughs> right. But then we get the weirdest finish ever, because Diamond and, and Tanaka hit the ring, so you think it's going to be a heel beatdown yeah. um, for the DQ. Oh, man. <laughs> but they, they never get a hand on, on, on Jeff. They both take bumps and oh, roll out, God. and the baby faces are left up strong. I'll put on here... I'll put... Uh, hot tag, you know, bump and everything. I said, I said, then uh, Diamond and Tanaka hit the ring. I said, Pat Tanaka is met with a punch. And I put in capital letters, what a bump. Man, was that time perfect or what? Oh, it, it was like he got shot right between the eyes. Yes, speak. Got to, got man. He come awesome. in there, slinger house of fire. As soon as he slid, slid up. Bam, and he went down like, oh my gosh. I was like, wow. I rewound like three times to watch it. I was like, Man, if you you look at that and you can't say if you look at that and say Pat Tanaka wasn't any good, you're you're crazy, man. That that was just, I, I was like, that's beautiful, man. When I see that, I look at that, and I said, man, that's a work of art right there. You know, it, oh man, it was it was perfect. You know, it, it was just a to me, it's just a weird finish though, especially oh, yeah. with you guys building. 
Tanaka and Diamond and them just get run. But they make up for it here in a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like I hear yeah, the, the baby faces fight off the heels. Well, I think it's when they came in, because Tanaka, he, like I said, he met Tanaka with that punch and took it. I think that that made sense to how they did it. You know, because usually when they come in, they get right on them. You know, like I said, Tanaka came in, he got met. Bam. So, you know, the way they did it, it made sense, but why they did it that way didn't make sense. But yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. So they find him on the hills, power out. They cut to break. Come back from break. They go straight to the ring. It's got the graphic. It's uh, Paul Don Patchnock and it's Jim Jameson and Ron Nations. <laughs> I love this. Oh my gosh. And I put on here note. Bruno didn't come out with with uh, Diamond and Tanaka. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too, and it was really strange. Um, man, when it started, I thought it was going to be ugly for Jameson. And no, it was fine. Jameson was selling his butt off. Oh, he took his patented, um, I just got killed on the clothesline. Yeah, he, he, he looks like he's filled out some. And he's working better. He he seemed more competent than Nation. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But he, I love those. <laughs> he took that clothesline. Mean, it looks like somebody just just sling. He don't take a flat back bump. He just slings his body. It's like he don't know. How, it's like he has no clue where he's landing. He's just gonna. He wants it to look good, you know. It, it's it's like no proper flat back bump. It's just he just he takes the hit and he just he just throws his body. I said it's good because it looks like he just he gets killed every week. Uh, so he took the big clothes on. Then <laughs> so he beat on him, and then finally he gets over and tags nations in. This is the this is the, my best part of the whole TV show. <laughs> is it the awkward standoff? Yes. So <laughs> Pat Tanaka sits there and does gets in his karate sense what he does all the time. So Nations comes walking up, stops in front of Tanaka. He gets into a karate stance, and he's like six five. And Tanaka just sidekicks him right in the throat. <laughs> and Nations is so caught off guard that he just sells like crap. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. It's like he just kicked me in the throat. <laughs> But it was so stupid him to come in, just come there. It's like, oh, you're you're a karate guy now, okay? And Tanaka just looks at him, and just bam. Just I, I mean, it was so fast. <laughs> and like you've seen karate standoffs before, like when when Tracy and Stan Lane would get off, yeah. and, you know, they both get in their karate stances. But like, this was dumb. Tanaka <laughs> just kicks his head off. Yeah, he just just drills him. <laughs> I've watched it, I know, probably ten times. Dude, I laughed. I, oh, my gosh. I just I just kept watching. And when he stumbles over the corner, he has this look of, he just kicked me in my throat. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know to sell it because it's like, he was in so much shock that he just got stiff right in the throat for being stupid. <laughs> after that, man, you, I don't know what happened after that, basically, because I laughed so much. I don't even... <laughs> I can't remember the rest of the match. Well, well, I got you covered on that because it becomes a, a big game of, hey, let's get all our stuff in on Nation. Oh. <laughs> um, Diamond comes in. He's a giant vertical suplex. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
goes for the pin, pulls him up. Big butterfly suplex. Goes for the pin, pulls him up. Then he tosses Nation to the ground like the bag of crap he is. They beat up on him on the ground for a little bit. Did they slam his uh, head into a chair? Yeah, yeah okay. they slammed his head into the I thought they did, chair. I wasn't sure. And then we get in there and Tanaka and Diamond just take turns. Just going to town. Tanaka hits his DDT, so you think that's it, right? That's what they've been finishing people with. Oh, yeah. I remember the finish now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. Pulls him up. Diamond comes in. Diamond hits a neckbreaker. Not the brothered out laydown neckbreaker, so ain't nobody getting hurt. Nah, we're going rude awakening style. Right on the, right on the you know, shoulder. And I'm going <laughs> to sit down on my butt. Then Tanaka comes in. He picks him up, and I think it's going to be a suplex. <laughs> Brain busters the dog in it. Rod Nation's a big dude. Yes. He folds him with a brain buster. And it could have ended there. And hey. Diamond does an elbow drop off the top. Eh. Okay, I didn't, I'm going to cut you off real fast. When he hit the brain buster, did you go, Brain buster! <laughs> no, I was too in shock that that happened in Memphis. Actually, I was too. Then I did. Then I went, Brain buster! Because <laughs> I, rewind, <laughs> I rewinded and then I said, then I did it. But yeah, man, he just... He just... Man, I was, so, I was like, wow. Yeah, hey, go man, huh? It looked really good, too. Like, Killer Carl Cox and Dickie Murdoch would have been proud. That was a good brain buster. Man, he hit that. I, was, I, was, I said, wow, and I rewound it, and I was, that's when I hit the, the, the thing. But, yeah, man, because Nations, like I said, he's a big old big dude. Man, that, yeah. Ooh, but that elbow drop from um, Diamond, he looked awkward on that. He, he, <laughs> positioning thing yeah. because from because they showed the replay of it uh and they didn't show the landing thankfully because yeah. he hit his feet first I, I think diamond is used to having his right arm out yeah and he is having to go off on the left side i think that's what it was probably was i bet it was yeah because it looked awkward it just didn't <laughs> but yeah that was the finish and then they cut the break Go to Lance with Evansville running on card. I didn't even put it on here. I put um, uh, Alan West come in, did the match plug. I didn't really pay attention because it's Alan West. He can't talk. No, it was terrible. It was bad. He didn't uh, miss anything. Yeah. And then uh, Billy Travis come in, did his match plug with Paul Diamond. Um, Billy does better when he slows down, I noticed. He did. He did a, he talked slow in this one, and he does better. Hey, when he slows it down, he, I noticed he talks better. Which is crazy because when the Billy when Billy really gets good at talking, he's a mile a minute in his heel run in the later days, yes. and it's great. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he learned how he. Well, he yeah, that stuff's so much. He was oh, he was so underrated. But yeah, he he. I think it was his problem. He was taught he would get you know fired up and everything. But because last two last few weeks he slowed them down and he's you know delivered pretty good, pretty good. So they come back to the studio. Got Lance and Dave at the desk. Uh, they talk about Jack Hart beating Soul Train Jones for the international belt. And, uh, little incorrect. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just read the wrong. I can't read my writing, man. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jack Hart. What the crap? Chick Donovan beat Soul Train Jones for the Chicky baby. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I put. I said Jack Hart. Yeah. Uh, they talk about him being for the belt. Uh, and then they uh, so they they start talking about the midnight rockers, and they cut to a video. The the same they need a new video bad. 
uh, it's cheesy AWA video with the, with the with the with the clock. They keep showing the <laughs> look. That that video is horrible. Just to let you know that it could be midnight or it could be noon. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not a digital <laughs> clock. Come on, come on, Vern, get with the times. Well, apparently, and this is a story I've uh, I've read in numerous sources that Vern was so out of the times that when somebody said something about the midnight rockers. He said, like, you mean, like, rocking chairs? That was, so, uh, I thought that was uh, Armstrong. No, I'd heard, I'd heard that about Vern. Um, I believe I read it in Sean's book. It's probably... No, okay. it was on Rise and Fall of the AWA. Okay, okay Armstrong was the one, he made them, uh, made them, they, he changed their name to the Midnight Rock and Rock... Midnight Rockers and Rollers, or something like that. They weren't Midnight Rockers when in, in Continental. They were the Midnight Rock and Rollers, I think. He added gotcha. the rollers to it. Some reason why, but he added, yeah, that's what it was Armstrong. Yeah. But yeah, um, Gun, yeah, yeah. That, that's right. It was the. Yeah, uh, Armstrong, he added something to it. Anyway, all right, so yeah, let's show that video again. Now comes. Uh, Paul Lee for interview where he's got uh, Chick Diamond and Jack Hart with him. Chick Diamond's got his belt. Um, but we also got some highlights of the Midnight Rockers winning the heavy, the uh, oh, AWA yeah. World Tag Team titles against uh, Doug Summers and Buddy Rose. And I just want to throw this out there. If you're a fan of wrestling, if you're uh, a kid just coming up in wrestling, watch this series of matches. I, I rewatch these all the time, and they're amazing. Yes, it's for that time period. I forgot to. Yeah, I got. I got the interview. They did the showed the clip of it of the title switch. But yeah, um, Michaels and uh, Janetti was doing stuff at that time period. Nobody else was doing in the United States hardly at all. So, uh, but yeah, and, and they're doing all that high flying stuff. Then Buddy Rose and Doug Summers being in the business forever. Would bring them down, bring it back down during the heat, you know. It, it, yeah, great, great. I mean, they worked each other like a year, didn't they? Yeah, and like, they, you know, it, it, they, they would do great, real great wrestling matches. They do bloody brawls. They could do it all. And Doug Summers and Buddy Rose. Buddy Rose gets more respect than Doug Summers does. But Doug Summers and Buddy Rose both so underrated. Yeah. And how they can build a baby face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was... That, yeah, that, that 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 whole yeah. If you can get footage of all those stuff, man, it's great to watch and learn from. Uh, so okay, uh, then they let's see. They get, then we get our stand up. Yeah, they get the yeah, and uh, they're interviewing him and, and Jack Hart. He says it's not Rocky Johnson, Soul Train Jones anymore. It's Mule Train Jones and Cocky Johnson. Whatever. Don't quit your yeah. day job, boy Barry Horowitz. Uh, yeah. I like Barry Horowitz a lot. That wasn't good. So then they, so they, he, they throws it over to Chick Donovan, do the interview, and I put Chick Donovan does an interview that the Ultimate Warrior would be proud of. Man, was that the, the most? <laughs> what the crap was that interview, man? <laughs> so talking about the I, Eagles I, coming I, down I wouldn't, and I wouldn't go so far as to say that the Ultimate Warrior would be proud of because at least he had a point in his. Yeah, but still, you know what I mean the the. Yeah, just, oh, it, it was insane. An eagle came down from a mountain and told me that I would win the international championship. And it did, so don't doubt the eagle. It was awesome. I love Chick Donovan. It was like, I was like, wow, because I forgot about all that. And 
no, he took the microphone from Lance, and Lance didn't care. I I noticed. I think because I think he'd been there before, and you know, I, I think Lance knew he he was fixing to do this. <laughs> he dances like, oh, he you can you see nothing of it was fixing to go off. It was fixing to go. It was fixing to go to, to the other side. So he just said, oh, here you go. <laughs> It, the, the way he said it, he talked to an eagle from on high. I, I'm sitting here thinking Chick Donovan had a peyote dream. It was just That's something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, uh, this is now, besides the kick to the throat, here comes the second best part of the show for me. Oh, you ain't lying. So they get done, they, so they go to the ring. They get about halfway to the ring, the music hits. And all of a sudden, Chick starts, he stops, starts doing a little shimmy. I was like, "Oh, here we go." He and he's and music goes and goes, and the music's the best. He's using "I Didn't Mean to Turn You On" by Robert Palmer, awesome song. And he, and the more it goes, the more he gets in the ring. By the time he gets in the ring, it's full on his Chippendales routine. He's and he doing it to the hard camera. He's doing it to the crowd. He's all up there, all the gimmick, and you see. The, oh the, yeah, there's a clip where you just see Dave laughing his butt off. And, and you see, they worked. Uh, who did they work? Oh, your boy Randy Bryant, and and then uh, Ed Maddox. I guess the other Bryant brother, he's still having car trouble. I guess. Apparently. And so, uh, and you see the mother. The Ed Maddox turns and is like, "How long is this gonna go?" Because he was up there dancing forever. It was a hundred percent. Like when the music hit, I'm like, "That's they're already out here." The baby faces getting music. And I know. I heard them say Randy Bryant. And I'm like, they ain't getting music. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw the dancing star. Yep. And I'm like, I'm gonna sit back and enjoy this. That <laughs> <It> was great. <laughs> and so he did the whole thing. <clears throat> oh, sorry for the cough. Okay, so <laughs> so finally he gets the he's uh, does his full Chippendale gimmick. He's all and so they cut the music. They start off, Chick Diamond starts off with Bryant. Uh, Chick with a little bit of wrestling. Hart comes in. Uh, oh, I forgot to, never mind. That ain't no big deal, never mind. Hart comes in, uh, does some wrestling. And Bryant with an arm drag on, on Hart. Did you, that was a good little arm drag. Yeah, yeah, and that's about all they got for the rest of the match. Yeah, because the rest of the match was about five minutes of wrestling. It wasn't hardly any cheating. It was suplex, uh, gut wrench, double butterfly, underhook, all that. Man, they just, it was all wrestling. Yeah, Hart, Hart and Donovan, are, are they a different caliber than what we've been used to seeing? Wrestling heels have arrived in Memphis. We've had some good wrestlers who happen to be heels, but they always get that pounding in there, and it's mostly the pounding with, the, like, a, okay, the Hunter, for example. Like, it's, he's got a snap suplex, spinning neck breaker, and power slam, but most of it's pound, pound, pound. Yeah. Nah, man. Like, there's a point where Hart snapmared and pinned. Well, the thing about Jack Hart, he just come from Florida. So that's why. That's why he's he, he he's he's wrestling as a heel. He just comes well, and, and it's tremendous too. Like there was no cheap tags. No, it was all wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It was, they they grab a hold hold on to the bar to tag their partner in. It was pretty much clean. There was a couple times where they were a little cheaty, but like they were pretty much baby faces in the way they were wrestling. Yeah, but it was so good. It was that. It's that. Uh, basically, it was that. It was that Dory Funk heel. Um, Florida wrestling, basically what it was, you know. 
that's you know the hill when Dory Funk you know he was a big hill in Florida all those years but you know he'd cheat a couple times and his match rest was just all wrestling so which is a good it was a good change of pace you know um at one point <laughs> Maddox stumbled back in his corner and Bryant didn't tag him in did you notice that yeah <laughs> he's like eh, nope you stay in there <laughs> um yeah, they, they, I put on. It's, it's a lot of wrestling, very little cheating. Um, they finally hit him. Was a single net, was a swinging neck breaker for the finish, wasn't it? Yeah, Shiki D gets a spinning neck breaker in for the win, baby. Okay, so it was good. Like I said that was really good change of pace to see heels just go out there and wrestle. Like I said, but you know, Hart coming from Florida, and I think Donovan he had just I can't remember where he come from. Maybe. Um, he came from a mountain on high where he talked to an eagle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what, yeah, because remember he told is in the promo. Okay. <laughs> so they cut the break. They come back with Lance and Dave at the desk. Uh, they talk about the uh, tag match I just saw. Then they go into today's uh, results from today's show. Show cuts off during the results. Then I put on here, I like the show. Um no Bruno at the studio, no Bubba and Goliath match, no Lawler, which Bubba and Goliath could have been on the uh, Memphis part of the show. But having no Bruno out, out there at all, even with uh, Diamond Tanaka, so it was a Bruno-free show, except for the uh, uh, match plugs on the Evansville show. So, good show. What would you think? Man, I really enjoyed it. It seemed to fly by. Um, we got six matches. Yes, yes. Not a lot of interviews. <laughs> And six matches to put in a little bit of time. Yeah, everyone can see. Yeah, because it seemed like the yeah they all had it was at least five minutes or longer at least. Yeah, now some of them um, were a bit boring because it became repetitive um, to the point where like there was very little shine uh, from the uh, from the babyface job guys, um, which is okay. Uh, like. Admittedly, the Tanaka match uh, it got a little long for me because of that. Um, and I think if Chick Donovan and Jack Hart hadn't done so much really good wrestling, that blew my mind. Yeah, uh, I think it would have been boring, but yeah, it, it wasn't because that was stuff that we hadn't seen in Memphis, and plus it's Chick Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, a, I, I, sent, I sent you that picture earlier. You know how much I love Chick Donovan at 77 Brothers hanging out with Luke Gallows looking like a million bucks. Gosh, man. I saw that. You he sent me that, and I was like, holy smokes. Look at uh, yeah, that. Gallows does an interview with him on, on Gallows' Instagram page where Gallows does his uh, his 80s wrestler gimmick, Sex Ferguson. Yeah. And Chick's in. He's in track pants or shorts. I can't remember which. But he's still got, he's, I think it's still that vest. <laughs> and he's wearing that vest and shades, and he's got wrist tape on at all times. <laughs> man, yeah, I was, I was like, wow. But overall, seventy-seven, man, yeah. looks like a million bucks. Yeah, like I said, he was uh, forty at this time, you know. And uh, but yeah, I, I said it was a good show. It had more matches, less talk, which is different for Memphis. It was a good little change up. Um, like I said, my, the two highlights of the show for me was <laughs> Patanaka kicking. Ron Nations in the throat and Chick Donovan dancing. That was my two highlights for the show for me. <laughs> I, I, I have to go the same with you on those, man. Um, Chick Donovan, period, 
was one of my favorite things of this entire show. The yeah. promo, the dancing, and, and then backing it up with really good wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah I think all those... I think we have the, the same things. Oh, I don't yeah. think there's well, anything else. There's one more thing. Uh, Tanaka... Oh, the, Tanaka feeding in for that punch, man. That was oh, I, that that's the third thing of the, the show I like, man. Yeah, that was that, really good. I was going to oh. throw throw out the the Tojo. Oh yeah, Tojo. Yeah, it's this classic Memphis. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, dude, I, I, this might have been one of the best shows we watched, not including the one with the brawl. Yeah, but that this is probably the best whole show or most entertaining at least whole show yeah, we watched. Was, it was I, good. I, I loved it. Okay, I I. Uh, Fast forward uh, next uh, next week's show to see if it was you know all studio. Whoa! All I gotta say is hot shot booking, baby, hot shot booking. I think Gun Gun- wins the world title. No, <laughs> I th- no, but I think um, I think Dundee's the booker now. Oh, I just spoofed uh, it off. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Yeah, it gets it's good. I I didn't watch. I just scanned through it, so I don't know, but. It just it had it to me. If he's not booking, he's taking over, and he's he got he booked some of the TV because it, it had Dundee Hotshot booking all over it. So it's gonna be good. Heck yeah! So like I said I just get, uh, scanned through it just to see, and it looked like it's gonna be a really good show. Chief so, Dunham is still there though, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. Oh yeah, gotta have gotta you gotta have that. <laughs> so yeah, it's um. It's gonna be. It looked like it looked like a good show coming up today's. Like I said, was different, but it was good, different, um, all around. It was a good show, really good show. Uh, a different show because, like I said, um, no Bruno out there, and then in the Evansville, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna see if I can find see if they did it. Uh, ran two shows that night. I just seen not having Jarrett and Tanaka, and. Um, you know, on that with it, Lawler and Lawler and I don't been on there, and definitely not having uh, Jarrett and Tanaka on. You know, just didn't, was and really weird. Bubba and Goliath. Well, that's about. Well, they were there on the Evansville. I'm talking about for the Evansville. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Because I'm thinking Bubba McGlide might have been on um, the Memphis part. Gotcha. I, I'm thinking they were on that Memphis part probably. So, because uh, Johnson and Soul Train wasn't on this one either, so. I think that was on the Memphis part, because you know they're feuding for the for the titles and everything. So I'm I'm thinking that might have been that their stuff might have been on the Memphis part of it. But um, anyway, we got about a minute to go. Uh, anything you want to add? Nah, man, I'm good. I can't wait to see the next show. All right, that's cool. Um, everybody, uh, is, hey, is uh, Scott Bowden's thing still up? Yeah, Memphis Wrestling Keys is still up. Last time I checked. Okay, go everybody, go that and uh, give them some love. Um, and also, uh, go check out Scott Till's page, Crowbar Press. Show Scott Till some love. He's, he's a good dude. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's got some interesting stuff on there. Uh, check it out. Uh, I'll have this up tonight or tomorrow on the, uh, No Budget Podcast Center. So, thanks, everybody. And I guess that'll wrap it up for this week. For Jeremiah Plunkett and Quint Charisma, hey, that's me. Thank you, and God bless. 